Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Poke Sports. How you doing, Kevin? I am doing phenomenal. I've been playing nothing but ranked, Mike. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> nothing but ranked. Oh my good lord, you are going all kinds of ham on this game. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good or not. Like, are you okay? Are you getting sleep? Uh, I guess. Enough sleep. Not eight hours. <laughs> I have had about as much time to uh, change this background uh, that I've Dude, had to play the entire I game see. this week. You're back in the fairy place. I'm are you going to catch Galarian Ponyta? I mean, oh, is that one right there? Just grab one right up. Basically. Um, so, uh... So wait, since you have that as your background, yeah. does that mean that this is going to be a 24-hour live stream Listen. of Pokies? <laughs> okay, the joke is not lost on me, because I have seen, and I saw at that time, everybody oh, used the exact same background. Oh, did they? I didn't oh, see that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's funny. Everybody who's like, oh, I'm going to be doing a 24-hour live stream of Pokemon when it first comes out. Because this was like the only background that was yeah. good and usable <laughs> before the game <laughs> actually came out, right? So oh, that's true, yeah. Everybody was using this. Um, so, Kevin, you have had a ton of time to play the game. I have had not as mm -hmm. much time to play the game, which I, I feel like can be uh, as equal of a learning experience for our people um, as as you know, any, any one of us individuals, mm -hmm. I am now not, not to, you know, be facetious or anything, but like I've had enough time to put together half of a team and I'm, I'm going to show you what, uh, what I've put together so far, oh. but what I'm really, really interested in is how you've been faring in the competitive scene. Now we're not going to talk about it right now. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that yeah. after the Later break, on. but mm -hmm. today is going to be completely focused on the competitive aspect of Pokemon. We're going to be uh, focusing a little harder on what the game actually looks like in Sword and Shield. So uh, with that being said, let's just jump right into it. Unless, Kevin, do you have something to uh, talk about before we before we start? Uh, no, all that's coming later that I want to talk Beautiful. about. And I'm holding it in a thought bubble. <laughs> I will say before we start that this may very well be the last episode of Poke Sports on this channel. Um, oh, I, well, we, I should say, are going to be yeah. moving Poke Sports to its own Twitch channel, which we're going to talk about at the end mm -hmm. of, end of this episode. So, Which is something we've been wanting to do for a while, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, we we wanted to get to a point to where we can justify making an own channel for this. And, yeah. you know, we're actually getting viewership and people that are here watching right now. So that's exciting. Thank you guys so much for doing that, obviously. Mm -hmm. This is something we wanted to do for a while, and you guys are making it come true. And again, for all of those who are listening on Twitch right now, hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, everybody who's listening to us on YouTube... Uh, Again, hello, welcome for your thank you for joining <laughs> us. Uh, and anybody who's now listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as of this week, uh, that will be uh, an eventuality that people might actually listen to this thing. Uh, we'll get so, there. <laughs> welcome. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> so anyway, let's jump into the shenaniganery that is mm -hmm. Focus Sports. Whoa, 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 whoa. First thing we're going to be talking about today is singles battles. We're going to yes. be going into uh, the, the online ranked competitive uh, mm -hmm. battles here. So, Kevin, you want to tell us a little bit about singles battles? 
Now, singles in terms of like online battle spot or VS spot or whatever they're calling it, the battle stadium, is a little bit different than, you know, your traditional 6v6 Pokemon singles battle. In this case, you're actually limited to a lot of the things you can do. Uh, for this season, uh, you have to bring... You bring six Pokemon. You don't have to bring six, but you have to bring at least three. But usually people bring six, pick three, and uh, you can't have two of the same Pokemon. That includes even Rotom forms are still considered the same Pokemon. Interesting. Uh, you can't have the same items on either Pokemon, which is, you know, different than, you know, typical 6v6 singles that, you know, you can run leftovers on everything if you really wanted to. But no, not in this case. Each Pokemon needs a different item. And then also for this season, you can't have G-Maxes at all. You can only have Dynamaxes, which is uh, what we talked about earlier on, like why we think that's a thing is probably just because of exclusivity. Specifically, because of, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think it's mostly because of exclusivity. I don't think it's because of overpoweredness because a lot of them aren't that great. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the D-Max moves are honestly a lot better than some of these. Yeah. But, honestly, like now that we've had a little bit of time to to experiment with the, the G-Maxers, um, you kind mm-hmm. of find like, oh, the the exclusive moves are are gimmicky but they're not particularly game-breaking. I guess you can make the argument that they're not competitive moves. Right. But, I mean, neither is minimized, and minimized is allowed, so... <laughs> the, have you ever that. faced a Clefable by the... Yeah, I'm sure you have. A, G, a D-Max Clefable? No. Oh, my God. They're the yet. worst. They're the absolute worst. Yeah. If you're trying to if you're trying to farm Clefables, trying to get, uh, you know, anything, really... Um, mm-hmm. I, I was about to say trying to get a hidden ability. You can't actually get a hidden ability Clefairy right now or a Clefable. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, um oh. the one of the moves on D Max Clefable is minimize. And oh. it loves to spam those. Only on the yeah. max raid, right? Because I on think in raid, like competitive yeah. you can't you can't have that. No, exactly specifically yeah. on the on the max raids. On the max raid. raids. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Jeez. It's <laughs> super annoying. Oh my god. Yeah. But back to what back to what you were saying. Um it it it's important to note for everybody who's who's listening who may have uh played around with Pokemon in the past or or who might have been playing on on Pokemon Showdown that the the ranked battles are different than the Smogon Smogon battles. Oh yes. Um Smogon mm-hmm. is is specifically a a 6v6 uh style where you know you can actually very very like the anime uh go in and and put your six against another six. Uh Pokemon's online is more for a, a short-term battle, so of the six you you pick three. Some people, yeah, like like you said they they go in with just the three, but that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of a waste. Like if if you're going that, to do that, that, that ruins the surprise factor. Yeah, exactly. Like at yeah. least pad your team with three other Pokemon, you know that that uh, can kind of throw off your opponent and think like, oh, maybe I should play against this guy's Morpeko or play against this guy's Quagsire when mm-hmm. in fact you're just sending out three of your your strongest. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's singles. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's go into doubles now. Doubles I know is is more of your your bread and butter. Uh, singles yeah. is mine. But uh, tell me a little bit about doubles. Uh, doubles is essentially the exact same thing, except in, uh, you bring six also, mm-hmm. ex- and you pick four, and then, you know, it's 2v2, obviously. But for the most part, it's the rules are identical in terms of the two. No G-Maxes, Gallard decks only, no same items, no same Pokemon, etc. And And but, so the one thing well, that I find very different between singles and doubles um, mm-hmm. is specifically the movesets. 
Um, yeah. Like you, you will see a ton more protect. You'll see wide guard. You will never see wide guard in, in singles. And anytime that anybody mm-hmm. mentions wide guard or follow me or helping hand, I'm like, no, what's that? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what those moves are. Those aren't moves. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so that, that's actually been a, a pretty large adjustment for me, uh, mm-hmm. putting together my team. Cause I'm like, Oh, I know what I would build say an age slash for, um, singles, but I don't know if I would build the same thing for doubles. Um, I will say that swords dance is a move that I use in singles, but I've, I've found kind of, you don't know about doubles, that like, yeah. mm, I don't, I don't think it can work at all in, in doubles. I just feel like right now, in general, setup moves aren't even strong because you right. can use Dynamax moves to set up. Like <laughs> That's something I, I find. Like in, Instead of setting up a swords dance, I mean, mm-hmm. you could just hit two Dynamax fighting moves and then you get a plus two. Right. right. Yeah, like you might as well do damage while you're getting a stat boost instead of just waiting a turn. Have you been finding that there's still the um, stat decreasing moves? Um stat decreasing moves not really hmm. uh the only ones i can think of off the top of my head are max worm wind which decreases the enemy's side of the field's attack it's essentially an, an intimidate and that's uh usually exclusive to like dragapult is like the best user of it right now because yeah. it's so fast um and then like max strike lower speed almost no one uses that one that's the normal one mm-hmm. but i'm finding a lot of defense boosting ones not attack boosting defense ones. I mean, de- boosting. yeah defense boosting it's like i think that's ground boost special defense and steel boosts defense mm. okay and i mean i mean it, it's it's just a way of making a pokemon with very little weaknesses and already naturally bulky just unkillable and it's actually very irritating it like almost makes me think of running roar on a pokemon it's wow. that irritating wow you know I, I wonder if we're gonna start seeing that in mm-hmm. in bgc or, or ranked doubles it. yeah i might because it, it makes it makes so much <laughs> sense right? like to roar out a uh, a dynamax can you do that mm-hmm. yeah oh. i think you can yeah. and if not you can use clear smog or other moves like that that can clear their ability their their stat boosts true true mm-hmm. um oh there was something i was gonna say but it's it's evaded me so i'm gonna come back to that um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm looking further into, we, we like to create notes, uh, every, every week, just so we have, uh, something to, to, to follow. And I'm seeing that there was a leaked rule set by a former world champion. What's that, Kevin? Yeah. Sajin Park, uh, tweeted like mm-hmm. a, a, a tweet, obviously of like the, the rule set for VGC 2020. Now this could all be his conjecture, but either way, I think the tweet was removed. Uh, uh Sajin, Sajin Park was he, you you might have heard of him. He's the guy that brought a patch of Riesel in in one at Worlds. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so there's like a there's like a translation of it on Reddit. If you guys want the link, we'll post it in the descriptions of wherever you're seeing this. But it pretty much just confirms that well, I guess not confirms because it's not confirmed itself, but it just reinstates the fact that doubles battle spot is gonna be the rule set for vgc interesting which is, which kind is of what, what it, we thought yeah that's kind of what it has been in the in the past mm-hmm. too right it's just yeah you know this is solidified solidifying solidifying the idea that um that there is not going to be any any g maxers uh which again makes sense like they didn't allow um ash greninja in previous vgcs yeah and, exclusivity uh, exactly yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, that makes, that makes sense. And it's also broken. <laughs> I remember yeah, that right. that was allowed in Smogon tier, tiers. And, what? Um, Ash Greninja? Yeah, and it was just immediately OU. Oh, it, it's just so good. It was a way to to bring Greninja and not have it be like protein busted, but still mm. have it be good. It was it was busted in a different way. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, so th- this kind of brings me back to to what we were saying at the at the very beginning. We we knew that the rules were kind of going to be like this. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, that's good. That's good. We were right. We were right about something on this podcast. I'm finally happy <laughs> to say that we were right about at least one thing. That's when the rules come out next week, and it's not this <laughs> at all. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, actually, it's only G Maxers. Uh, <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah, you're only allowed to to Gigantamax one, but you have to have a team comprised of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, uh, a Lapras, a Snorlax, a Butterfree, <laughs> and a Charizard. Sure, why not? Just this. Everybody has a this, Charizard. This year, we're doing a inverse triple battles. Yeah. We decided to <laughs> God, inverse triple battles. <laughs> what, what, what were inverse battles? It was, it was weaknesses are strengths and strengths are weaknesses, right? Yep. It was oh flip flop. Yeah. That's just, I wouldn't be able no. to do that. Yeah, that's no. terrible. <laughs> I want there to be the option to do it in this game, though. I don't yeah. think there is. I, I honestly no. haven't looked at it, but uh, that would be cool. I'd like that. Mm-hmm. So how does um you again, you've been doing like years worth of of online rank <laughs> battles in the past week so i have i have like 90 battles yeah <laughs> yeah tell me about how the uh the ranked system works so for the way that it works this year is actually different than other years okay. and i actually like the way that it is this year for for like a multitude of reasons but first i guess i should explain what it is there's five different tiers for the online ranked battles. There's beginner tier, pokeball tier, great ball tier, ultra ball tier, master ball tier. Obviously, you start in the beginner tier and uh, it puts you through a set of ranks. So the beginner tier, you only go against people that are also in that tier. Mm. So that 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 prevents you from going against, you know, people that are just completely out of your skill level. And that also makes it so that, you know, if you are good in that tier and if you do go on a win streak mm-hmm. then you obviously get pushed farther and farther into the greater tiers like that that's the easiest way to climb is going on win streaks if you go on a losing streak you're just gonna you're gonna stay where you are you can't actually demote from a tier no way really way. yeah you can't demote from a tier so like once i'm in master ball tier i don't go anywhere until the end of the season but, which is nice oh okay yeah I, I wonder do they do any kind of um you know, like re reseeding or like putting you in, yeah, in a previous a tier. Does it always does yeah. it do that for everybody? Does it just kick everybody back to beginner? No, it, it pushes you. It's, I think there's like an MMR. It pushes you back to oh. where your win loss would be. Mm-hmm. So, but for the most part, it'll push you back like around the tier. It said that you wouldn't, you might lose a rank or two depending on how good you're performing in those ranks. But it's super interesting because like beginner tier is comprised of three different ranks. So like there's beginner one, beginner two, beginner three. Mm-hmm. And once you complete beginner three, you're moved on to the Pokeball tier, which has Pokeball four, five, and six. Once Great you complete ball has seven, eight, nine. Six. Yeah. And then Ultra Ball is just ten. Oh. So the the way I like to like compare it to is I don't I, I don't know about most competitive video games, but I used to know a lot about competitive League of Legends, mm-hmm. and in there you have a tier called like you know masters, 
or I mean, we used to have a tier called Masters, and then the top 200 of that was Challenger. So it's it's a tier within a tier. So Ultra Ball is just a rank oh. of 10, and then after that is Master Ball. So and once you get into to, to Master Ball, it's like a ladder system. It's super cool because uh, once you get into because you don't see any numbers until you get to master ball tier once you're in master oh. ball tier you, you have like a top one uh it's like a list you have top 100 and then it'll keep going to top thousands like when i entered i was one i was 1400 something i entered mm-hmm. in that number and you know what why know it's crazy is that your number will change like your position on the ladder will move down if you're not playing i was moved really? the next day after a whole day of work that i didn't get to play I was moved to like 1,900. Like you have to keep playing wow. or else you will keep dropping. People, you know, pass in front of you. So what did you make it up to? I didn't play today. I was breeding all day. Oh, so you, you were yeah. at 1,900 and you, you're still there. I'm probably lower now. Oh, I haven't right, checked. Right, right, right. <laughs> wow. Do, do you think that uh, that's going to play into the, the tournament setting at all? Like maybe like top five, top 10. Uh, do you think like there's bragging rights kind of associated with that? I've already had a couple people's on my follows list that are like bragging about their spot. So yeah, I could totally see the see it as bragging rights. And honestly, just seeing it as like a, a solid number instead of an MMR system like they had before, like, you know, 15 was baseline, wherever, however far away you were from 1500 was, you know, where you were. Right. Like the top of the ladder could be, you know, 1900 this season, which doesn't feel good but when you say i'm top 100 yeah like there's there's bragging rights yeah, to yeah, that yeah. there's like it's it feels a lot better than saying oh i'm 1890 on the ladder well i, I can't <laughs> wait to see uh, all these people on on twitch like you you know that mm-hmm. under the the pokemon sword and shield uh category it, it's going to be like oh top 10 in uh in, in ranked battles doing, uh, doing oh absolutely you know streamer yeah. giveaways and whatnot so um, you see that a lot in, in games like Hearthstone mm-hmm. that also has a similar, actually, now that I think about it, Hearthstone has the exact same model. Uh, yeah. you have, well, you, you know, you have like three stars per rank and eventually you get to like five stars per rank. It's kind of going backwards in that sense. But once you mm-hmm. get to uh legend status, you, uh, you're, you're within the top, like approximately 1000. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if master ball tier is going to be just completely overcrowded uh until it you know and until the resets, ladder resets yeah. yeah yeah that's the thing that's the one like that's why i said it's like a kind of a double-edged sword mm. for not declining once you're in a tier because technically anybody can get to master if you play enough games yeah right if you just spam games if you play a thousand games i promise you'll eventually get to master right <laughs> like that's the thing so eventually it will be overcrowded and a lot of these people are saying oh i'm top 100 they just got there before everybody else like people are coming for them you know they're gonna lose their spot eventually and if they don't keep playing they're gonna lose their spot but you know what i like that because it gives you an incentive to keep playing like it does i was playing this last night i have to go to work in the morning mike (laughs) i i couldn't stop i just like if you lose one you're like damn i need to win two now because i need to go back to where i just dropped off oh no and you know just the fact that you're competing with everyone in real time everyone in the world that's in master vault is competing with you real time Mm -hmm. you just have to keep playing but you know what that's a way to make competitive long lasting like right. i could see this 
last a whole life cycle. In like terms of Battle Spot, Battle Spot didn't last the whole life cycle. Towards the end of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, nobody was on Battle Spot. Yeah. They were all on Showdown if they were still playing Pokemon. People got bored. Yeah. People got super bored. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, this is definitely like this tier system is definitely the way to go. This is a you're Kevin approved for this one. <laughs> now, I will say for for all of you guys who are, you know, aspiring uh, Pokemon champions uh, to be number one on rank does not necessarily mean that you are number one in, in the world. Right. Like mm-hmm. to, to yeah. be number one in ranked can often mean that you've just been the guy who has the most guy or girl who's had person who's had the most time on their hands, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you, you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt uh, to be at number one, uh, depending on your time investment can be a uh, very brag worthy thing. Um, but don't let it go to your head, buddy. Yeah. To be number one, you got to win worlds. How about yes, you work on exactly. getting there first? <laughs> and even then, even then. Yeah. If, even if then, you'll probably be usurped the next year. Well, yeah, exactly. That. And yeah. also, I mean, like, for people who've made it to Worlds, yes, it means they're good. But to me, it also kind of means that they've had a lot of time and resources to to get to all of these places and compete yeah. and get the points that's that's needed to actually get there. It's not like you're you're, mm-hmm. like, scouted by by some talent scout and, and sent to uh an open qualifier or whatever um yeah to, well actually yeah, do, doesn't worlds have open qualifiers uh they used to not anymore oh, <laughs> oh. they got rid of that so there's another thing that we can talk about another time mm-hmm. just the fact you that actually took have out, to qualify yeah, yeah. like you have like they're making it so you have to go to all of your your you know regional areas to go in and compete it's it's hard. That's really hard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like especially because a lot of them are yeah everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> especially when there aren't a lot of of online tournaments. Now, I will say, uh, do we not have an online tournament coming up uh, this weekend? I think uh, signups are December fifth. You yeah. have to be signed up on that day or by that day. Because I think the actual tournament is the sixth to the eighth. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but that's a singles tournament. Oh, it's but a I think it's st- I think you still do get re- prizes. You might oh. just get BP. Also, there's another thing I want to mention: if you get to Master Ball tier, you get 600 BP at the end of the season. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you get 600. That's amazing. BP. There's your incentive. Mike. There's my incentive. I guess and I you can to get to Master tier in singles and doubles and get 1,200. When does the next season start? I, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Okay. Yeah. Probably going to be like a quarterly thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That like, makes sense. It. I, I can't imagine it being monthly. I think monthly is way too short. Um, oh, I can't imagine short, it yeah. being like biannually because um, no one's going to play in long. the same <laughs> league for six months. I, I, I hope that they do three months. That would make a lot of sense to me. Do you think the rules are going to change in between? I hope they do. That would be I really cool. I, like that, that kind of seems like that, that's the route that Pokemon in general wants to go, right? Like they've, mm-hmm. uh, they restricted the decks. They restricted the move pools. They added, well, actually I shouldn't say restricted. They, they changed around the move pools. You were saying earlier that like yeah. Halucha is insane now. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. If you pair it with the right Pokemon, it's good. Right, right. Yeah. I can't wait to see if, if people actually use Halucha. Because I feel like right now a lot of people are straying away from certain Pokemon because they were traditionally bad. But... Mm-hmm. 
right now, like there's the opportunity for certain Pokemon to come out and shine. And we might actually see that uh, uh, coming up after the break. So actually, you know what? That's that's what we'll do right now. Let's let's take a little break. When we come back, let's go into uh, kind of our our own experiences with uh, ranked online. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about meta and uh, we'll see if any of those Pokemon uh, made it into uh, into the new into the new meta into the new world. So uh, we'll see you in just a second. All right. And we are back. Everybody, I hope you've been having a nice time uh, listening to Pokesports uh, thus far. I was, I was actually just uh, uh, thinking with, with Kevin that um, the, the past couple of weeks have been such an, an interesting experience for us. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's for, well, for, for you, you can tell me about your own experiences, but for me, it's, it's been able to actually like keep me, uh, grounded in, in Pokemon and like try and understand it from a, a whole point of view rather than like, these are my six Pokemon and these are the six Pokemon that I'm going to make. And like, no, I need to try and think of the entire decks and like the entire competitive aspect of it and, and try and get it that way. Yeah. I think something a lot of people don't realize when, uh, you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast is that me and Mike don't come into this with a complete knowledge of everything. We, we learn from each other. We learn from our research. Like not only is this like teaching us more about the meta, it's also teaching you guys what we are learning in real time. Yeah, exactly. We're Mm -hmm. we're all, we're all doing this together. Uh, Like who knew there were experience tiers, Mike? Who knew? I had no idea. Oh my god! <laughs> the amount of research that I've been doing on on Poke, like Pokemon in general, is just staggering. How much I didn't know. I thought I knew so much because, like, I I made videos on it. I talked about it, and I tried to be tried to be an expert on it. And I mean, like, compared to a lot of people, I would consider myself more of an expert on Pokemon, but um, mm-hmm. certainly not to the tier that the internet has has shown me. Um, it's really helping. There's me just so much. Yeah, exactly. There's so much. And that's what we're here to do for you guys. We're here. That to means more podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> more podcast stuff. So um, let's get into our actual battle experience. Now, for me, uh, I mm-hmm. haven't had a ton this week. Um, it's yeah. been a, a time putting together all of all of the Pokemon. I am uh, looking to make the team that we uh, talked about last week. I'm going to show you where mm-hmm. I'm at with that right now. So up on the screen, if you can't see it, I'll try and talk it out for you. <clears throat> I have my six Pokemon. I've, I've hatched them all from, from the eggs or caught them all in, um, oh, okay. in wherever the, the dens uh, max raids that you need to do. So I have my Aegislash. slash. It's only level 76, but that's all right. I don't actually need that one to be, uh, fully level 100 because it is properly IV'd, it is properly EV'd, um, and it has, well, natures you can kind of give it at any point. The only things yeah. that I've been really thinking about is like I need certain Pokemon to be at level 100, and that's kind of been the biggest mm-hmm. um, detriment to to my putting together a team is because I need that Dracovish to be level 100 because I don't have a perfect uh, 6 IV or five IV version of it. So I need to hyper train it and hyper training needs your Pokemon to be level a hundred. Yeah. Um, are I, you just, uh, mm-hmm. for, for leveling, are you just using ex- experience candies? I'm just using experience candies. And then when it's uh, close enough to a hundred, I'm going to give it some rare candies. Oh, well you get, you have the poke job option too. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. how many levels does that give? Um, 
it gives it like like around forty six thousand experience. Forty six thousand. Oh, okay. So it's essentially. A, oh, is that just a little more than an XL, right? Yeah, it's like fifteen thousand more than an XL, which is pretty good. But Ooh. it takes twenty four hours to to get all of it, unless you uh, unless you do exploit. The thing. Yeah, unless you do the thing. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty see. Good. Okay, listen. I'm not like we've mentioned last last time. I'm not above doing the thing. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll give that a shot. I, I knew about yeah. jobs when it comes to uh, EVs, but I didn't I didn't know it when it comes to EXP. That's interesting. Yeah, just nine star ones are what you want to go for. You can it even if they ask for like a specific type, it doesn't matter. You can just stick anything there. Right. They'll just tell you, well, maybe you should try something else next time, but you don't actually have to. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you know what? I might just try that after the after the stream's done. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, the rest of these are going to be whatever. But uh, Pelipper is ready to go uh, minus its its levels. Um, Frostmoth, I had such a lucky time one night just trying to get uh, hidden ability Frostmoth with icy scales. Um, oh yeah, you got really lucky. I got so <laughs> lucky. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I did like a, a den reset, like maybe three or four times. I hit a Frostmoth, I caught it, and I was like, "Oh, this one has icy well, scales. I guess I'm done." Well, I'm- I'm done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kevin um, spent three days on the save line. Oh my God. And three tries. <laughs> that did cross my mind. I will say that did cross my mind. Holy. Um, the Toxel I haven't even touched. Cause I, I keep going back and forth between Although like, that's annoying to breed. Too. Honestly. Yeah. Cause you need to, yeah. you need to make it a friggin' toxicity first. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I just don't want to, I can't be bothered. Um, so yeah. Toxel's whatever. He's another guy who I'll, who I'll put at level hundred and just kind of hyper train through, uh, whatever else I need to do. Uh, there yeah. isn't any like, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to ask about if there's any cheap way to get, um, um, hyper train BP stuff, but is it, is it BP? Uh, no, it's bottle caps. Yeah. Well, bottle which caps, need BP. cheap way. No. no, I mean, you could just then reset and get them, yes. but or just spam them at the Diglett Duo. You can get bottle caps at the at dens. Dig- yeah, some some drop them. Is it just a chance? Um, or I think like specific ones. With- oh. Specific Pokemon can drop them. I'm mean, you'd have to like Cerebi hunt for that and see right. which ones do which. You can kind of farm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so that's that's, that's my team though. I I'm still really liking the team. I you know what I I should do is I should actually plug it into um, Pokemon Showdown and see how that works. But I don't yeah. want to. I want to I want to try that kind of in the in the game meta. You know, like learn mm-hmm. what it's like from the actual game because you'll always find that uh, when you try something out on on Showdown, it's going to perform completely different than how it's going to perform mm-hmm. here because uh, on Showdown. Not only do they uh, sometimes have Pokemon that aren't legal yet, but they also have um, Pokemon that are just easier to to create and easier to get going. So um, scarcity is a big is a big um, factor in the in game yeah. meta. Um, so mm-hmm. you got to keep it keep that in mind, especially with hidden abilities. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You're going to see a lot less frost moths on. Um, uh, on in in game right now because it's a hard Pokemon to get. I haven't seen like I've seen like maybe one in my eight ninety battles, and just because obviously that hidden ability, but it's not a bad Pokemon because there I've seen like I've seen uh, 
a video of it living like a in the sun gigantamax flare from a megazard yeah. you know it's like damn that's four times effective and it lives at half hp <laughs> you know what that's i remember ridiculous. i remember the the thing that i was going to say before um that that evaded me the one big problem i have with with pokemon right now and and dynamaxing specifically is that max moves you can't tell if they're physical or special yes you can't that's to I mean, me that's really annoying because i'm i'm putting together mm-hmm. this aegislash and i'm trying to think like from the other person's perspective um if i were if, if i were facing an aegislash that had just dynamaxed i would be thinking that everything that it was using is is physical but mm-hmm. for me i'm building a special aegislash if somebody else built a special aegislash then the things that they're using on me i can't know what to to defend myself against and, and the it, animations are identical. Exactly. Too. The animations are identical. The the move names are identical. Um it it it's tough because like normally if an Aegislash like O code one of your Pokemon, uh then you could just be like, okay, so this is a defense or this is a, a physically uh, offensive Aegislash. Let me send out uh physically defensive uh Pokemon. But now if if something knocks out my my Pokemon in one hit through a max move. I I don't know what to send out next. It completely, Mm -hmm. it completely throws me off. I mean, I guess the one way of just like finding out would be, Oh, this is a specially defensive Mon and he's able to Okome. He's probably physical, but then that's at that point you're sacrificing a Mon just to learn what, you know, what his set is. And a better way to, um, to kind of play toward that and, and kind of abuse that system is hit a Pokemon who doesn't necessarily have particularly high defense or special defense. Yeah. So like your true. first attack should be on, on a Pokemon that's, that's weak in, in kind of both ways. Um, so I, I'm interested to see how that's going to work with Aegislash, how being especially offensive is going to, to play into, uh, is going to play into that. Cause I do have the Rillaboom for, for my physical offensive and the Dracovish, which, Oh my God, it's been... disgusting. <laughs> oh my god! It's disgusting, Mike. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I am. I am. Just from videos that I've seen, I'm a, I'm ashamed of of Dracovish, but I want to. I mean, use let's it be so honest. It, it has counters. It's yeah. not. Uh, it's it's a meme at this point. It's strong. Mm-hmm. It's stronger than it should be, but it's not unbeatable. And I think people are blowing it out of proportion. Actually, you did honest. find something that that can deal with it, right? Yeah. Prankster Sableye. It's Prankster so easy. <laughs> you just willow it uh, and then it's gone. I was actually Gastrodon, yeah. he can't touch. Oh, true. <laughs> he, he can't even go for a water move. Like, he just can't do anything water with absorb, Gastrodon yeah. on the field. Yeah. See, I was drain, thinking, but yeah. Storm Drain, right? So I was even thinking better. Um, of the Clefable that you were telling me about. And Clefable is actually one of the, the big things that's sticking out of my mind after after saying the whole, oh, what do I do against specially and, and mm-hmm. physically uh, offensive, defensive kind of stuff. Uh, because Clefable is one of those Pokemon that can use, uh, what is it, cosmic power to up both yeah. the defense and special defense. And that's definitely mm-hmm. a Pokemon that I want to I build up next. Um, I want to build up a, a cosmic power Clefable with stored power and, and moon blast and Oh, there's their singles. Exactly. There's, there's your singles, singles team. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of Clefable if you need. I, yes, I do. <laughs> I made a bunch today. Why, thank um, you. Let's get into yeah, uh, back your to, team. 
Well, wait, first I want to just touch something. Back to what you were saying about the physical and special uncertainty. It's uh, right now that's actually being seen with uh, still the most popular Pokemon in terms of uh, online and like the battle spot. Mm -hmm. Dragapult. You don't know which it is because it's so good, specially and or physically to the point where there are just sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I should willow this, but I'm just going to willow it because you don't know. And then you see it's going for a move, and then you die. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess he was special. <laughs> or and you're just kind of in that situation. Or yeah. there's also the opportunity to run both. You have Draco Meteor and yeah. then your your physical moves. So that when you D-Max, mm-hmm. you don't know what the max worm wind is actually going to be. Like, is it going to be special? Is it going to be physical? It doesn't even matter because the the um the Draco meteor that you put on, it, it's not going to lower stats for another three turns. If you D max your, your guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know what I've crazy. been seeing is, uh, mm. what I've been seeing is actually a mix. It's like, uh, they, they specialize in physical because they do get the clear body. So intimidate doesn't bother them. Yeah. Status, uh, decreasing moves. Don't bother them from other Gigantamax moves. Mm. I mean, the D max moves. So what I've been seeing is dragon darts, which is interesting. Cause I thought it was going to be bad, but it has smart targeting. And I didn't know that. Smart targeting. It's interesting. What's it's smart really interesting. Targeting? Okay, I'm going to try to explain this as simply as I can. Please. So you have two Pokemon on the field, right? These are your two opposing Pokemon, are my fingers. Uh, you go for... Uh, is it Dragon Darts or yep. Darting something? Dragon it's signature move. Uh, and, you know, it'll hit this one and this one. But say this one goes for Protect, so I'm protecting myself. No. Then Dragon, Bar- Dragon Darts will smart target both of them to this left Pokemon. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it has smart target. That's this crazy. is the first time this has happened in Pokemon. It's super interesting. <laughs> and, and both of those attacks are fifty power, right? Fifty power dragon stab. Yeah, because wow, that's which would crazy. be a hundred base power essentially. That is nuts. I love it. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be bad because I was like, oh, might as well use breaking swipe. And this is one of our first episodes too. I'm like, what's the point of this move? Moving doubles. Mm-hmm. It's like, it just might as well use breaking swipe. But no, yeah. Are you finding it hard to, to integrate something with uh, Breaking Swipe? I haven't put it on haven't, anything haven't yet. So Have you seen it used against yeah. you? No. Because no. people would just rather use a D-Max move. D-Max Wormwood does the same thing. Right. Okay. It lowers my entire side of the field's attack. So Interesting. you just might as well use that. Huh. All right. So let's uh, let's go into your team. You you sent me mm-hmm. your your team a little while ago, and I was just taking a tiny little look at it. And there was there have been a lot of changes. Uh, I know how much mm-hmm. you like your Sableye, and I, I feel like that's probably not going <laughs> anywhere anytime soon. Uh, no, that I have it on everything. Your, that and your Darmanitan. Uh, the yeah Darmanitan. I did make a little bit of a tweaks to it. I added a I added choice scarf instead of oh, choice band. Yeah, you put a scarf on it. Because there's just been situations to where, like, say they knock out my Sableye, I'm now slow, and mm. then my Darmantan's an easy Oko also. And then I just have two easy Okos back-to-back, and that just, you know, just having a 2-0 deficit turn one right. isn't good. Because right. <laughs> then you, it's like two Pokemon versus four, which is, you know, the odds aren't in your favor. No. So I decided Scarf, because Scarf, you can still outspeed Dragapult. Uh, so... You go for Scarf, you can Ice School Crash it, take care of it. And uh, I think the the also other changes I made, I added a Rotom Wash. Actually, I changed almost everything else. Yeah, it looks like. (laughs) I made, Mike, I've made at least six changes to my team. That's 
Wow. Since I started competitive. I feel like, like your age Pokemon slash wise. is going to be exactly my age of slash. That, that's your standard age yeah. of slash, yeah. yeah. It's a very simple age of slash. See, but that's another one where I'm like, oh, hey, wide guard is a thing. What does wide guard do? I haven't do? needed I wide know. guard do. It, um, it, uh. Exactly. Just, <laughs> no, I know what it does. <laughs> I just don't know how to explain. Well, you know, spread moves, right? Like yeah. earthquake, rock slide. Yeah. It just nullifies them. They don't oh. happen. And it has priority too. So you get that oh. priority. Oh, okay. But I haven't needed it because I haven't gone against anything that even goes for earthquake or rock slide. I mean, well, yeah, I know you guys are all screaming right at me right now. Yeah. Wait, uh, people screaming. They're all you. screaming at me right now. Uh, Excadrill, Tyranitar. I don't have a problem with those Pokemon. Right. Because all I have to do is just Sableye burn them, fake them out, quash them, and just hit them with a superpower from my 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 monkey. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, what wants to use Earthquake on your team? Like, not not even uh, like the the Excadrill and whatnot on the other team, Excadrill Excadrill Titar, but what partner would you have on your team that they would want to use earthquake on just the Arcanine? It looks like age of slash too. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously the age of slash is, is the biggest, but I, I, I welcome, I welcome earthquakes because right. <laughs> I have weakness policy. Right. True. Yeah. True. True. At that point I'm fine. So would you think that you'd change wide, wide guard to something else? Um, I would just have a hard time deciding what I would change it to. Mm. That'd be my main problem. Maybe a, nice a fighting type move. move. Yeah, fighting type move is always good. Mm-hmm. Like fighting types, like fighting types are important because Excadrill, Titar, they're still very prevalent. They're not as popular as they were last week. Right. And we'll get into like meta shifts later on in this uh, in this uh, episode. We're actually spending a lot of time talking about each individual point, which I like because I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, I noticed from the last episode, like we went on for a good like hour and a half. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to have to not... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to uh, speed through speed through this last bit a bit yeah um but okay so tell me a little bit about the the sylveon ad oh yeah the sylveon ad i added magical leaf oh yeah the reason i had magical it. leaf yeah i i didn't know but the reason why i added magical leaf is because i got rid of my ferrothorn mm-hmm. for like the addition of my aegislash which removes my you know grass move mm-hmm. so i get completely walled by gastrodon which is actually prevalent now because of dracovish and because of you know whimsicott arcanine combination right you you have the the gastrodon to, to cover those two and you know it walls my team it takes care of my age slash takes care of my arcanine my rotom can't touch it like right i'm walled by it so i was like okay d max sylveon magical leaf boom i can oco gastrodon that's all i have to worry about you don't seem to <laughs> that's have what a, i needed you don't seem to have a need for any psychic moves no i haven't needed psychic because huh. what what's like a good against fighting? Yeah. Um. Uh, actually, on that note, you don't have any flying moves either. Because I have Sylveon. If I needed to take care of my fighting types, right? Yeah. Sylveon just doesn't care. Yeah. No. That's I though I found I found this is like something I was thinking of earlier. Psychic and fairy are very similar typings. I call them like a type, like symbiote. Like they both do mm. pretty much similar things except fairy's just better because it could hit dark types in my opinion right right so and if I you mean, can run the, a fairy over a psychic go for you it you could kind of say the same thing about grass and bug uh like mm-hmm. your team doesn't have a, a ton of, of <laughs> bug moves but you do have a yeah. you know some good coverage against bug types with 
with Sylveon's mystical fire and Darmanitan's flare with flare blitz or Arcanine's flare blitz. Um, there's a there's actually a funny story about um about bug mm-hmm. bug as a typing. I've made like I said like six teams. Yeah. In every team, I have like five or four resistances to bug, and I don't even mean to. <laughs> like that's how bad of a typing bug is. Uh... Is that I accidentally have a whole team resistant to it. <laughs> huh. like, on this team right now, I have. One, two, three that I can count off the top. Four. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, three. Just yeah. looking at that. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very yeah. close. Um, that's that's nuts. There mm-hmm. there must be like some bug Pokemon that's good out there right now. What have we seen? Have we seen Galvantula at all? I know I was talking no. about it before. Have you seen I haven't seen Galvantula? Uh, how about Centiscorch? No, not wow. that either. Centiscorch is too slow. That Centiscorch is problem. Really slow. It it had the same problem that um oh who was the one that got speed boost? Um, Wait, speed boost. Yeah, there was a, a bug, bug bug poison. Oh, nin- got, ninjask. Not not ninjask. It's not poison. It was the uh, 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 the the long guy. A scallopede. Scallopede. Yeah. Yeah. Scallopede. That got, got that's speed it, boost. that's that's all like some. Some usage mm-hmm. in like low low tier singles battles. That was a good like UU yeah. singles guy. Yeah, he was like an entry hazard setter, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. He was mm-hmm. oh, good for you. He remembers some singles. All right, <laughs> so let's move on from from your team. Wow, this this screen that I'm looking at right here. Uh, tell me a little bit about what we're looking at. We are looking at the Galar Weekly. If you guys don't know the Galar Weekly, it's an online VGC tournament with has around a hundred people participating in it every week. I think it uh, starts on Saturday at eleven a.m. I think the just to give credit to who's in charge of it at Professor Shroomish on uh, Twitter. Nice name. Who's a uh, dead Pokemon? Yeah, yep, <laughs> dead Pokemon. Rest in peace, Verluminati. Got it. <laughs> okay (laughs) and we're looking at the usages for that tournament as you can see like something that i want to talk about or like just looking at these usages is a a meta shift and meta shifts are pretty much where week by week or every bi-weekly like you'll see that pokemon that were popular will no longer or are less used and so they start going towards irrelevancy because more and more encounters arrive and then your new goal becomes to counter those counters mm-hmm. and it's just like an it's like a never-ending cycle this tends to happen with condensed decks metagames and because the reason being is you know you don't have those pokemon that are just so oppressive like incineroar right that just become viable throughout the whole metagames life cycle like what's crazy about incineroar is that even when uh vgc 19 had three different metagames. Like, their their rules changed three times, yeah. and Cinero was prevalent for all three of them. Like, that's how strong that Pokemon is. So, yeah. So, I this is exciting for me because I think meta shifts are fun. They keep the game fresh. Absolutely. You know, you start seeing new Pokemon over and over. So, the fact that it's happening on the first week <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. So, that's just... In, in, mind-blowing but as you can see the the meta is very clearly shaped by like the f- top 10 pokemon here right right so among yeah. which we're we're obviously seeing dracovish uh just in the in the mm-hmm. number 10 slot but i'm i'm mm-hmm. really curious about that number one 82 percent of teams excadrill, are using man. excadrill excadrill you know the what's funny is that the reason why they're using it yeah is almost not entirely because of excadrill 
Excadrill is a good Pokemon. Okay. It hits hard, has access to Mold Breaker, is good with a Sash, is good with a Band, has good typing, Steel is very good against Fairies, Fairies are obviously very strong, mm-hmm. Ground's very good against Fire types, Fires are very strong. But what's making it like over the top good is the speed change. Do you know about the speed change, the Mike? Speed that they change. made this. Yeah, they made a change to speed this season. Just how this speed game. works? Yeah, speed is determined after the fact, not before the fact. What does that mean? So, say you have an Excadrill on the field, no sand. Next to him is a Rotom. Yeah. Rotom goes for Volt Switch. It's a Scarf Rotom. It goes first. Rotom goes for Volt Switch. Volt Switch is into a Tyranitar. Sand is up. Then his speed gets boosted at that second no. immediately. And then his speed tier rises above the others. So in that specific scenario, actually with, whoa, that's crazy. So you just look at the yeah. top three. Speed Pokemon. is live. For those of you it's who not are, determined who are just before, listening yeah. to this, number one, Excadrill. Number two, 63%, tied at 63% with Tyranitar. You want to know the reason that those two are tied at 63% is because they're both used in tandem. <laughs> uh, in cohesion. Rotom yeah. with a scarf, uses Volt Switch, gets some damage in. Uh so basically you're you're having like two full HP Pokemon against one and a half or one and three quarter uh, HP Pokemon. You switch from Rotom into Tyranitar who sets up sand. Do I have that right? Yeah. And then uh, Excadrill who has, what is it? Sand, is it Sand Force or whatever? It makes it. Sand Rush. Sand Rush. Makes it fast. Makes it makes super it fast. fast. Is now able to outspeed most things a lot of things mm-hmm. um and wow the, the way it was in previous games that speed was determined before the turn started right. so he wouldn't get that sand rush until the following turn but now speed is live speed is counted live this also includes things like tailwind you'll get tailwind Welcome that first to whimsicott. turn whimsicott number yeah. four <laughs> wow this is this, this is, makes this is, so much sense that that speed change is defining the metagame. A lot of people are saying that so far this metagame is nothing but speed control. And guess uh-huh. what? That's the reason I have Sableye. Right. Speed control. Because all of those Pokemon mean nothing to a quash. That's why you except never Tyranitar, see... Except because they can't quash it. That's so strange. <laughs> like, you never see quash. I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot more quash. The problem is Sableye is the only good user of it this generation. Oh, all the other right. ones are too slow. And Sableye gets prankster. That's why it's good. Quash doesn't have priority. On oh, its does own. it not? No, oh, sadly. So, you have to be faster. Hmm. And and so are the rest of them, like number five, Corviknight, number six, Dragapult, uh, tied with number six, uh, Sylveon. Is that all um, for, for coverage that is, uh, you know, benefited by speed or... Well, Corviknight's its own... Like, Corviknight was the early form of speed control. Like, right. that, people are using Corviknight a lot on, like, the first and second day. And that's how crazy... This meta's changing by day, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because you can D-Max set up uh, your flying move. Uh, your D-Max flying move. And that gives your whole side of the field a plus one. Which gets wow. factored in immediately. <laughs> so... Come on with that's that. why Corviknight became very used. Interesting, and, yeah, uh, and then and you what's see your good, heavy hitters coming directly after that. Mm-hmm. And something else I want to notice: you may notice that uh, Excadrill is actually being used without Tyranitar because Excadrill is oh. at eighty-two, Tyranitar is at sixty-three. Yes. So there are some people that are using without. If you D-Max Excadrill, you could set up your own sand. 
You don't need a Tyranitar. You just oh, D-Max Sand move. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Th th this meta is all over the place. This Mark. meta There's is a lot of things nuts. you can do. Yeah. I love it. Okay, that's really good. Oh, no, where'd you go? Where did you go? There you went. There you went. Okay, we're good. Then Dragapult's just used as speed control because it's the fastest damn Pokemon in the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So let's go into the second screen here. So we're looking mm -hmm. at top, top team stats right now. Tell me about what top team stats means. Because I was looking at this and I was like, I don't totally understand. No, this is the second week. The first one was the first week. This is the second week. Oh. So we're looking at meta shifts. So between the we're first and second week, here's, here's how it's changing. Are. Yeah. So now we're seeing a lot more T-Tar. Yeah, T-Tar is actually more prevalent. In fact, it was actually on a team without Excadrill at one point. <laughs> Excadrill is dropping far down. It's still very good right it's still very used but it's you're seeing a shift backwards not a shift forwards that means there are some people in this next week that are no longer using it they didn't see use for it on their team huh. but a new thing a new flavor of the week that's very that's been a uh, destroying uh, the battle spot is arcanine and whimsicott justified arcanine with beat up wins specifically oh okay. so as you can see arcanine came out of nowhere yeah no, <laughs> it absolutely. popped out number four spot whimsicott fell back farther mm -hmm. but it's still there it's still relevant it's like top 15 but yeah arcanine with justified is just really strong it's very hard to go against there are a few ways to counter it you can you know use a follow me user to redirect that that beat up you can use a fake out user to fake out the whimsicott etc etc i'm, I'm but, noticing some really interesting new pokemon this week too um yeah I'm, I'm not sure if they were back there let me go up here and see if they're there no they're not so i'm looking at mimikyu i'm looking at rotom mo and i'm looking at um galarian mm -hmm. wheezing yeah galarian wheezing wasn't there yeah. either um, have you been seeing some Galarian Weezings? Is that because of Clear uh, yes. Smog and its ability? No, it's just because of neutralizing gas neutralizing and gas. because of the... Because uh, if you think about what that's good against, you get rid of Tarantar Sandstream. Yes. You get rid of uh, Rotom's Levitate. You get rid of Arcanine's Justified. Mm -hmm. You get rid of a lot of the things that are making these Pokemon oppressive. You get rid of uh, Sylveon's Pixelate. Right. Like, you're going to have a Sylveon actually shooting off normal moves <laughs> and be completely useless. Huh. You know what? So, this is really interesting. And I, I'd, I'd yeah. love to see, uh, if not from one of us, then anybody out there. I'm giving you guys free content. Here you go. Um, I would love to see. I don't know if you've ever seen, Kevin, these videos of, like, uh, the most popular cell phone brand or phone brands from 1960 to present day. And it's just like this oh, yeah, rolling yeah, yeah. chart of like, this was popular. Mm -hmm. And then this company came in and uh Oh, took over. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see the same thing for like the top 10 to 15, uh, oh, that would be the so weekly cool. stats. Yeah. So like the first week, you see a lot of Excadrill and then Excadrill gets the same treatment that Excadrill got at like the beginning of, uh, I believe it was X and Y where like it was super popular at the beginning and then everybody was like, oh wait, but there are like a billion ways to kill this. So it mm -hmm. started to fall in popularity slowly. And I think that's what we're seeing now is, is just Excadrill falling down with, with T-Tar coming up and people being like, oh wait, T-Tar is just a better Pokemon. So people are using Tyranitar a lot more. 
Um, yeah. And it's just going to keep on going down like that. Arcanine is going to come out of nowhere. Mimikyu comes out of nowhere because now it can handle uh, Dragapult. It can handle uh, what else fell like right out. I don't see Whimsicott. Whimsicott's on uh, 13 from four. Yeah, Whimsicott dropped down in terms of speed control. Mm-hmm. Well, you also have to look. A lot of people are using a lot more diverse Pokemon now. There's a lot more Pokemon here in comparison to... Like, yeah. look how many Pokemon are tied at 22. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Whimsicott might have just fallen down just out of sheer, like, numbers alone. Like, uh, there are just more Pokemon to choose from. It's still... Because Whimsicott's still very relevant, I think so, at least. Braviary, but, um, too. Just kind the of reason why... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Braviary completely switched spots with Corviknight, actually. Well, yeah. Huh, people are just using Came out the Braviary of the instead. It gets defiant. And I guess it's just people didn't have the the hidden ability the first week. They had it the second week, right? Mm. But, uh, yeah, the the reason why I think also Mimikyu has dropped down is because Mimikyu right now is being used exclusively as a a, a beat-up to Arcanine's Justified. Right. But there are other Pokemon that could do it, too. Like, Dragapult is actually a very good, useful beat-up user. Dragapult gets oh. beat up. It's really fast. And guess what? You can't fake it out. So that's one way gone that oh. you can deal with that Pokemon. Whim- Whimsicott just falls short because you can fake it out. And you can like make that wait another turn. But you can't fake out Dragapult. Like, what are you supposed to do? You can only like redirect follow me. Right, or right. just double target the Arcanine. Hope you kill it. But it's usually assault vested and tanky. So you probably won't kill it. <laughs> that's amazing okay yeah that's that's really good to good to see uh, also honorable mm-hmm. mention for uh my buddy cough egregious i'm seeing it number 22 at 4.7 percent usage uh looks like a lot of people <laughs> have traded over their galarian yamask for a regular yamask uh bringing <laughs> that thing up and and using that i loved using uh cough egregious that was on my that was on my 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 team um, it is a very strong point. My singles yeah. team. That and uh, Conkelder, which I'm seeing also tied at number 22 at 4.7%. Actually, okay. everybody in, in the last, what is that, 10 slots are tied at 4.7% <laughs> this week. So Conkelder is uh, one of the few Pokemon that can O-code Tyranitar with a mock punch. Yeah. That's why it's there. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I think what we're going to do and what we should do, what we, maybe I'll run this by you first, is let's let's take these stats once a week let's post these on our on our instagram and our twitter at uh pokesports podcast uh on instagram mm-hmm. and pokesports pod on on twitter because uh the name was too long um <laughs> <laughs> and that that can be where everybody who's who's listening to this outside of of twitch and outside of youtube uh can see the stats for this week um because that's i i think that everybody should be should be looking at these and not exactly following them, but, but at least making yourself aware of some of the new, uh, Pokemon popping up in the meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and another thing to mention yeah. is that this is all, this is only taken from like one 100 person tournament. Like the battle spot is obviously very different, yes. but this is just your idea. Cause this is a tournament with a prize and stuff, I think, or is it just for fun? Well, people want to win. Yep. So they're going to bring their best is what, Exactly. The people aren't testing their Pokemon there. They're going to win there. Yes. That's the difference between that and Battle Spot. Oh, for sure. Battle Spot is a ton mm-hmm. of Battle Tower, I guess it's now, is uh, mm-hmm. all about just, just testing out your, your team, seeing what works. Uh, a lot of what you find might win at uh, Battle Battle Spot, Battle Tower, is um, not what's going to win at tournaments because everybody mm-hmm. is, not everybody, but a lot of people are 
um, testing out their things. So what's working for you, you might just be being beating a lot of experimental teams, um, mm-hmm. which I mean, uh, more power to you if you're winning, but don't get a big head about it. I'm just, <laughs> that's going to be my, my mantra for, <laughs> for the entire <laughs> don't get Pokemon a big head. Thing. Oh, uh, we need a Pokemon with a big head. Exactly. Uh, don't get a per- at these <laughs> Pokemon here. Who has the Galarian Persian? Galarian Persian has a big. <laughs> oh no, uh, Dragovich. Oh geez, yeah, look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Dragovich. <laughs> big head, don't be a Dragovich. Don't be a Dragovich. <laughs> that's our that's our slogan. Oh, something that's important to notice is that uh, a viewer in the Twitch chat did say that the Galarian Weezing won this tournament. Actually, oh no way! This week it won this tournament. Yeah. I mean, that's one way of dealing with everything. Get rid of the damn abilities. Right? <laughs> or did he use a... Because I know it also has access to Misty Surge. Maybe it was a Misty it, Surger. But I like to I like to think it was for the abilities. Can, can you tell me what the... Um, just looking at the picture now, what, what the uh, stadium logos uh, mean at the bottom corner of certain Pokemon? Uh, Dynamax? Oh, okay. I that don't might be know. It. Or maybe new Pokemon? New Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. totally new Pokemon. Oh, it's definitely new Pokemon. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, these are the ones it's that a... are just specifically from Sword and Shield. Is that constant with the with the other one? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. well, you look okay. at that. Okay, so uh, with that, let's uh, end this podcast off by uh, answering some questions. Uh, we've had a couple in in Twitch chat that we're going to going to address. Um, and, and again, while, uh, we're answering this, you can still, uh, pop in your questions by typing, uh, exclamation mark question before your, before your question. Um, so yeah, let's, let's get into that. Um, the first question comes from, uh, shade Ravenfell, uh, who says, uh, so what do we know about breeding egg moves that Kevin <laughs> learned today? Oh, Mike. Yes. It's crazy. Oh, Cause I- this actually is another point that tells us what we, we were wrong in the past in in the past when we were going over all of the new mechanics for competitive battling and breeding we said it had to be a male and a female to transfer egg moves no no two guys can touch each other no two way. girls can touch each other you still get the egg move it's incredible you just don't get an egg other? yes that's beautiful they can show each other new tricks <laughs> pokemon is lgbt oh that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy cool <laughs> it makes life easy trust me <laughs> i was like oh my god now i gotta breed a female one because all i have is two males i'm like oh mm-hmm. you know let me just stick them in here maybe something will happen. well that's great oh my god yeah that, that's that makes things so much easier mm-hmm. that, that would have you know added a, a ton of time to to teaching egg moves if if they had to be opposite genders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting Okay, um, so another question that I see here by also Shade Ravenfell. Uh, how can you ba- uh, bypass Trick Room in DD? Uh, what, what, tell me about Trick Room in DD. Do you know anything about Trick Room in DD? Trick Room in DD. Okay, so the way uh, it is. Is a combo the, with Hatterene? Yes, they're, hmm. they're, 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 the, they're the staple Trick Room setters right now. I say setters because they work not fantastic individually but very good together now indeedy is a pokemon that has access to psychic terrain mm. uh, yeah psychic terrain uh, upon switching so it has psychic surge and then it'll set up the terrain which means no priority moves can happen against your pokemon 
but you can still use your own priority move. So it still has access to like follow me and stuff like that. Okay. So what it'll do is first turn, follow me, have a focus sash, force both of your Pokemon to follow and hit the Ndidi. Mm -hmm. And since not a lot of multi-hit moves can break it down to a sash or like even prevalent in this generation, except maybe if you have dragon darts, uh, but that's like the only thing I can think of at, off the top of my head. Okay. It essentially gives Haturn free range to just set up Trick Room and not get killed. Because usually when you see a Trick Roomer, you, you target the setter. You don't want that Trick Room up. Because once that Trick Room up is up, it's kind of game over, sadly. Right. Because like I said, speed control is super important this gen. So a few things to bypass it mm -hmm. that I can think of is uh, Stalwart Duraludon with Steel Beam. Steel beam. With steel beam. Okay. A steel beam is the base 140 special. Yeah, it does damage to move. yourself. Yeah. The reason I say steel beam is because steel beam is 100% Oko, even at max HP, max special defense. Uh, oh. turn. It's always an Oko. So, and that paired with stalwart, which makes it, which is the hidden ability, by the way, it makes it so that moves that redirect moves, like. Follow me and Rage Powder have no effect on this Pokemon. Don't work. Uh, so you could just target straight the, the Trick Room Setter and call it a day. Just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I actually Shade mentioned during my stream today is you can also run Imprison and Trick Room on a Pokemon, which makes it so that you can't, the enemy team can't use trick any of your moves and included is trick room. So they mm. can't use trick room. Now, again, for, for the listeners who aren't fully aware, trick room is a very popular uh, uh, move or not. Well, yeah, move, but also a yeah, very popular a team type that um, when, when the move is used, it inverts the uh, speed uh, uh, calculation. So the people with the lowest speed get to move first and the people with the highest speed have to move uh later uh priority still mm -hmm. works but still yeah mm -hmm. not in psychic terrain though not in that's psychic why terrain. strong right <laughs> wow yeah that's but yeah those that's are just a couple of about. things you could do to counter it yeah do you think that uh trick room is going to be uh prevalent in this game do you think it's it's received some buffs or do you think that it's mm -hmm. kind of flavor like everybody kind of it, has it, their their trick room affiliation for a little while there it's creeping up it's definitely creeping up and I'm seeing a lot of very creative ways to get it up, which is kind of scary because I personally don't like going against it. Right. I'm kind of a uh, have like because I like to I like to quash. I like yeah. to have control of my speed and trick room kind of does ruin that a little bit for me, uh, especially when you put up a second terrain, then that really ruins it for me. Mm. But I think we're going to see a lot of it this next week until people find more creative ways of dealing with it. People right. are already finding creative ways of dealing with Arcanine Whimsicott, so that'll probably fall off a little bit. It'll still be relevant, but like when it when the meta shifts, it's not a drastic shift, or not usually a drastic shift. Mm -hmm. It's inch by inch, less and less people will start using this because they find better things to use. Right, exactly. That's just kind of how the meta works. Okay, mm -hmm. so I think with that, let's uh, end things off for the day. Uh, any Any closing thoughts that you had? uh about this this whole podcast today uh all in all i think that the the ranked competitive online is an improvement compared to last generations we already talked about how 
they changed the tiering systems, but I think it also it's so clean. Mm-hmm. Like it actually makes you feel like you're, you know, in a competitive battle. Like in the beginning, and they show you guys each other's team cards, etc., yeah. with your number on it. You throw out the Pokemon. I mean, and all, 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 and honestly, after like you know, because we've talked about how like a big lagging mess the uh, wild area yes. is. Online battles, you could tell they put so much work into. I haven't lagged or skipped a frame a single time. Yeah. With like anything. So it's like very clean, very crisp, very good, you know, high quality battles. Pokemon look beautiful. I just think production quality is very high yeah. in terms of online. It, and I like how the stages change every battle too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that uh, it, it's a bit of a shame that you, you have to get through. Uh, you have to kind of trudge through the game a little bit to get there. But I think once mm-hmm. you're once you're there and I think once more people get there, we're going to stop talking about that. And we're going to like think about that as kind of a fun memory. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was playing through the game. I didn't really like that too much. But when I got <laughs> to the, the real end game, I haven't stopped playing that uh, yeah. since. So that's I, I can definitely uh, echo that sentiment. Um, for me, mm-hmm. same thing. Uh, it's, it's just been a very interesting experience, uh, getting everybody up there. And I think once, uh, once I have the right, uh, Pokemon and I have my options and I have my ideas on, on what to change, um, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, I do want to put together a singles team really soon. I do want to have Clefable on that and I'm going to figure out a team around that. I'm going to come to you guys with that once, uh, once that's done. Um, so with that, uh, just some ending housekeeping things. We, we mentioned briefly at the beginning of the episode that we're going to be, uh, moving Pokesports. Um, we're actually going to be moving Pokesports over to its own dedicated Twitch channel, uh, onto twitch.tv slash Pokesports podcast, which I am going to put in the, uh, in the Twitch chat right now. Um, and I'm also going to put that down in the, uh, description. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, really, it's just so that it can be on its own place and so that we're not really, um, you know, com- competing with each other's uh, uh, stream, not me and Kevin, but like myself and and Pokesports. I want to be able to stream at still just Mike and not have it kind of muddled up with the the uh, audience at, uh, at Pokesports who kind of want, you know, specifically that. So um, I think it just makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's been the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can always find uh, me wherever you find people at, at still just Mike, you can Google that and check me out on YouTube or Twitch or uh, where else can people find me? Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, still just Mike. Yeah. All of that. Uh, Kevin, where can people find you? Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, uh, we are now putting, 
uh, Poco Sports Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So once that is up by uh, Wednesday, by the time you're seeing this on YouTube, uh, you can go in and follow us there. Um, as well, if you want to get ahead of the game and, and follow us on Twitch at Poke Sports Podcast, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, that that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh, next week, I'm going to have my competitive team ready to battle, and uh, we'll see how well it performed. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I don't think I'm going to get a ton of battling in because I am going to be um, away for a company Christmas party from like Friday to Sunday afternoon. Uh, but hopefully I'll be able to get a ton of stuff in because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just like antsy to, to battle on the battle tower. Um, Mike for masters, please. I wonder if that's taken. Can I just completely rebrand my YouTube? I would love that master ball, Mike. Mm. Not as good. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Peace.